Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 163, What Happens Later. Hello and welcome to a romantically comedic episode of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeCast. With me as always is Brother Bishki. You've got mail. We got Brother Lucas in the back. LodgeCast, white courtesy phone. LodgeCast, white courtesy phone. And my God, here comes trouble. Sister Brandy. <laughs> hey, hey. And Sister Mandy. Whoa. I don't know how they do things here. For the <laughs> first time ever, Sister Mandy is gracing our presence. And the movie <laughs> that we're throwing you into the deep end with... <laughs> Is called. I always forget the name of this. Bishki, what is this movie called? Where'd you go, Bernadette? I just had. I was repeating it to myself because it's it's a tough one to remember. It's called What Happens Later. Oh God! Is there a question mark on? No, no. What happens? What happens later? Later? What happens later? What happens later? It's a statement. It's what happens later. Got it. It's not what. And (laughs) the reason that we're here is because of its star slash director Meg Ryan Meg the Egg now Meg Ryan has surely brought all of us many (laughs) laughs and smiles and tears over the years but she's been kind of out of the spotlight lately and now she's back and I am very curious to see what the fuck she's up to yeah I thought this was her first feature film directorial debut but i looked it up tonight as i was parking in burbank and it and it was uh her, this is her second feature her first feature was in 2015 called ithaca yeah I not that too. ithaca new york but like a fictional california ithaca <laughs> that was the based other. off a book okay called the comedy some story or human story look at this meg ryan expert yeah, look at you Dang. so that's great info lucas Sister Mandy, you're new here. Yes. What? <laughs> Welcome. What are you? To a, the edge. Are you a romantic comedy like fan, or like what's your what's your cinematic wheelhouse? I know we've forced you to watch some <laughs> pretty strange oh, things. I, I love a good romantic comedy. Just take me away. Any like, first memories or first impressions of Meg Ryan when you first became cognizant of who she was? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I just remember that, was it like that stupid song that goes, Oh, the world see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, City of yes. Angels. That's it, City uh, of Angels. Yeah. I never watched it. I just saw her in the video of 
the song and, yeah. and it made me not want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I just wow. want you to know yes. who I am. That's such an obscure deep cut, Meg Ryan. <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't even know if I've seen that. Does yeah. anybody else have any Meg Ryan I memories? Have, I have one memory and, and one cinefession. The memory is Shit. I it better not be when Harry met Sally. <laughs> that that's the cinefession. Lucas, I'm about to do the thing where the dad reaches back and just smacks the shit out of like a misbehaving kid. What are you talking about? Sorry, I've seen the clips. I've seen all the clips. I know what it's about. Oh, I know it's great. Oh, Lucas. Love, I love Rob Reiner. I love Nora Ephron. But my first memory of Meg Ryan was in the 1986 John Candy comedy, Armed yeah, and Dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun, oh, of course, yeah. which which I saw recently. But also my personal favorite, Joe versus the Volcano. Mm-hmm. She played right, three different characters right. and I was in love with all of them. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I did conquer a cinefessional a few years ago called When Harry Met Sally. And oh, I have to say guys. I have to say it's one of the greatest romantic it's, comedies it's ever perfect. made. It's they, so good. They I've been in two different screenwriting classes where that's held up as the ultimate. Yeah, it's so Same. well written. Same. It's so, it's so it's, well written. It's great. <laughs> Sister Brandy, what is your memories, Omeg? I loved her in all the romantic comedies. You know, like the the you've got mail and the you know sleepless in Seattle, of course. Her Hanks, Dalian. But mm. okay, does anybody remember a little film where she went a little edgy called Addicted to Love? Oh Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, I did okay, not see that one. I think we're every girl that year was like, I need to cut my hair. Stalkers are stalking each other. Yes, yeah. and sure she looks so edgy and like so cool. And I was like, yes. ooh, Meg Ryan's getting a little like. Edgy, sexy. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I think there was a, a lot of almost haircutting that year where women were like, should I cut my hair? It's like so cool. Yeah. Can I just chop it off? Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to chop it all off and be crazy. So yeah. like that movie, I just loved her in too. I mean, we got some Meg Ryan love brewing in this edge tonight. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I know fucking nothing, nothing about this movie. No trailers. You didn't see the trailer. I didn't see I the saw the trailer. I don't, I so I don't, yeah. I don't want to know Not anything. on purpose, but somehow I saw it. Somehow. Oh, we I did, did it on we purpose. Did, we do to give a shout out. <laughs> we do know the other actor in this yeah. movie is David Duchovny David from Pet Cemetery yeah. Bloodlines. David Zoolander. David Duchovny. Oh, Red Shoe Diaries. Like. He's looking a little tired these days, mm. but who knows? Maybe he'll lean into that and it'll be charming. The only other thing I know about tonight's screening is that it will take place in Theater 13. Theater 13. Oh! On discount night. On discount night. (laughs) Discount night. It's double trouble in there, and we got double trouble with Brandy and Mandy. I don't know what's going to go down. Let's climb those steps. And feel that romance. Mm. Soak it up. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Do you want me to get down on my knees? Beg you, baby, please, cry a million tears. Do you want me to call you on the phone? Beg you to come home. Think of all the years. When I once lived in paradise. When the love lights on
Raging W. Davis. We are back from what happens later. What? <laughs> what what happened later? Wait. What happens Happen. happens later. Dude. Later. The title of the century. And let me tell you, that discount night theater was <laughs> packed. Thick. And there was, was like a, a bustling airport. There was a certain, international terminal. There was a certain demographic in there where Brother Justin joined us for the movie, and I was like, "What is going?" And he interrupted me. He's like, "It's a preview screening of the Marvels." So I'm like, "Yeah, that's the demographic that is has descended upon the AMC 16 tonight." It was not a "What Happens Later" crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cause, cause no. we had maybe a dozen people, maybe in our, a dozen, including us, senior citizens plus us. And I'll tell you, for the first time ever, especially on this podcast, but just in my life, in the past, I don't know, 20 years. We walked in late like a bunch of deadbeats. <laughs> yeah. Bishki texted me. He was in there. I was in there, and like Kidman was going on. I was like, where are these guys? <laughs> well, I'm I am groomed to understand that there are 26 minutes of trailers. Yes. Mm, that's a little between 22 and 25. Maybe minutes. An, maybe an IMAX, but in the in the premium. This was for about sure. 17 minutes. This was yeah. 17 minutes. That's not like Oh wow. You can't just wait. That's way shorter. This yeah. flight boarded and left early. You can't just yeah. switch it on us. It's like it's like Clark Griswold expecting a Christmas bonus and then getting a jelly at the fuck <laughs> club. Well, yeah, I thought I was going to be walking in during the company logo burns and I missed the me cue. They were already yeah, like, so like neck deep in dialogue. Bishki, oh. you're the only one. <laughs> yeah. I'll, but, tell, you but, what, I'll but, tell you what the, your bloopers missed. If but you before you tell us. Bishki, what's that shop? Rotomatoes.com. <laughs> Two ex-lovers, Bill, David Duchovny, and Willa, Meg Ryan, yes. get snowed in at a regional airport overnight. Hold up, hold up. They don't refer to them as W. Davis in the synops. It's W. Davis and W. Davis. No, no Davis is Are in the schnapps. Are you fucking Guys, kidding me? I think that's hold a reveal Come on. Did the I'm reading the schnapps. I'm reading the schnapps. Wrote, wrote the synops. Watch the movie. The schnapps is non-negotiable. I'm already heated. Indefinitely delayed. Willa, a magical thinker. And uh -huh. Bill, a catastrophic one, yeah. find themselves just as attracted to and annoyed by one another as they did decades earlier. But as they unpack the riddle of their mutual past and compare their lives to the dreams they once shared, they begin to wonder if their reunion is mere coincidence or something more enchanted. Period. There you go. Mm. I mean, what a setup. That was mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah. Um, you just drop your schnapps? I dropped the schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> But so what happened? What oh, I want to know okay. the completion of the no. riddle of the beginning okay. that we all fucking Good missed. Lord. Well, first and foremost, we're in theater 13, and <laughs> it has been upgraded, folks. You guys haven't seen the upgraded theater 13. We have it's so nice. We have plush rockers now, and oh. we are no longer sitting in the stains of yesteryear. But they turned on me, though, because when I came in late and sat down, I felt something like Pinching me or like biting, like don't my, touch my, me my back. I know, me. I know, but that's, that's how it, creepy. Yeah, and when I lean, I reach behind me. I'm like, did someone fucking leave something that I'm sitting on? There was like a Velcro, like uh, seat cover or like the cushion cover, mm. but the Velcro was touching my bare skin, like like oh. on the like my my tramp stamp area, and I was like pulling my shirt down and my like jacket. I was like trying to get comfy. Are you wearing a crop top? Yeah. Well, but, it is theater 13, and it is haunted and cursed, so that. 
that's yeah. that's yeah. what happened. That was the ghost's scratch. So watch out yeah. for that Velcro on these new recliners. That Velcro died ten years ago. Velcro but ghost. basically, all you missed. Well, you, people came in at different times. You guys were getting your concessions, yeah. but uh, Lucas was, was getting chicken tenders, I believe, which I was like. <laughs> Bold move with was, this crowd. I was so hungry. I, I needed dinner to believe, get through this. Believe the studio burn was Bleaker Street. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then and then we had some CG snowflakes. Yeah, there's a lot of those. And um and that's about all you missed. Um <laughs> so who makes the first move? Like when they who sees who first? The company sees her first. He unplugs one of the advertisement billboards and plugs his phone in. And the it, advertisement is for a movie called Rom-Com. Rom-Com, oh. yes, yes. It's like anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see, you kind of see, you don't really see her reflection, but right. he sees it somehow. He sees that telltale and, blondness. And uh, there she is. Mm. And then and then eventually they. Okay. So, so, he, so he says, he, he reaches out to her. Eventually. And is like, yeah. Willa W. Davis or whatever. And she's yeah. like, hello, W. Davis. They're both They're, named I, I, W. Davis. It took me a minute Wait, to pick really? up on that. Yeah. I didn't know yes. Well, no, I, I, I was like starting to notice it. And I was like, man, take a drink uh, every time we see W. Davis. Am I right? And, and then I was like, wait a second. They're both saying W. Uh, Davis? And the cuteness of that really plays into the airport with standby names because it's always first initial, last name, you know, all that shit. So hmm. we didn't miss much. We got to get it out of the way. Make Ryan's looking a little different these days. But listen, she's still cutie patootie. I'm going to compare her to Nicole Kidman. Mm, That's it. Nicole Kidman at a certain point got a completely new face or it was gradual. And we just like kind of understood it over time. She's still a great actress. Like she's amazing. Yeah. Meg Ryan's still charming. It's just 2.0 face. You yeah. you just have to accept this new facade. She from looked a, great on her, on her back. Actually. That's that's why I noticed. Because I was like, it, there she is. It's a natural <laughs> facelift yeah. when they're both laying on their back. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> from a distance, she looks like Kidman. From a distance, I figured it out. David Duchovny looks like Walter Matthau. Dude, <laughs> dude, that's all I could see. Well, that's no. very astute, Brother okay. Bisky. You no. are correct, sir. I agree. It's all I could see the whole movie. Oh, wow. You saw Ma- Mathau? Mathau nose, oh Mathau eyes. Yes. That's what it is. Wow. Oh, my God. I was trying to pinpoint dude. it, too. I was like, why does no. he remind me of like a hound dog? Like, what I, laughed at, yeah. I laughed For out me, loud when I saw like it. It was like Olivia yeah. Newton-John and Mathau. That completes wow. the puzzle for and I him. couldn't wow. unsee any of it. And, and yeah, for me, I was also feeling like, why does this movie feel like it was directed by Larry Crown? Yes. Like, like, <laughs> like the Tom Hanks character, Larry Crown, graduated college, yep. became a director. Well, And this was his first movie. Right up to the like little ride on the here's, vehicle. Here's we'll get the to thing. that. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, you have to accept some things to enjoy this movie. You have to accept these two as charming. It it's oh. it, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on. I do hold not on, accept those terms. Hold hold hold. <laughs> These movies aren't really made anymore. This type of movie where no. it's just it's Thank a God. Dead, dead dead genre. The two leads coasting on their charm, bantering and bickering till the cows come home. You have to get on board with that. I struggle with that initially, and I could get on their wavelength. Number two <laughs> is you have to understand that this entire movie takes place in the airport. 
And when you It's a play folks It's a play adaptation It is based on a play And when you realize that You're gonna struggle You're gonna start drowning Your lungs are gonna fill with water It's like when you realize Yeah you're gonna die soon And Justin leaned over And he's like We're not getting out of here Are we? And I'm like No sir No we are not When I finally sat down And finished my chicken wings In the dark And by the way, they don't do they do not give you enough ranch, which is weird because it's like it's it's like it's like a cup that you open. So it's sealed. But the cup is like already half empty. So I was like looking at it in the dark. Like, (laughs) did I get like a bad cup, like an off cup? But my point is, once I had like eaten all my snacks and and took a sip of my water, reality brushed myself off. It was maybe like 30 seconds I took a deep sigh because yeah. it was like, oh, they're just they're scatting. They're like jazz scat artists oh, just yeah. just playing like <laughs> yes, there's no script. Are. This is all improvised, baby. And Meg Ryan's credited with two other writers on the script. So she's all up in this piece. She's doing a punch up. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So before I can I can already hear the firing squad loading their guns. <laughs> but Sister Mandy. Oh, we want to let you eat at the kitty chow bowl first and say your piece. Like, what are you feeling when you realize that it's going to be these two at the airport? Okay, here's what I have to say about this. Yes. I like rom-coms. Love them. <laughs> this was just watching two people be mad at each other, and yeah. I don't like them. I didn't even want them to, to hook up. Oh, like, wow. Screw you two. So I'm going to call it a trom-com because oh. it was traumatic. I, I felt like I was bickering with an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. There, there were parts in the first act, the first 30, 40 minutes, where I wanted to run out of the theater stream. I just, I knew you can't, you can't run out of a theater. You can't uh. stream in a theater. It's like all against all these laws. It puts people on, on edge but I, if you I, do that. Like, there, there was a joke. There was a gag or to cuff me when he would get stressed out would start scratching his face. And yeah. that was me. Like I was scratching my <laughs> yeah. face when he was scratching his out. face. I was like, fuck, I got to oh, get out. Man. Yeah, it was boring, man. It was table read the movie. It was. It was, it was big whiffs of table oh, read. I'm like that's you. the take you're going to keep, Meg Ryan? Like that's the take you think you're going to use? If, like, you guys, if you guys don't oh. get on that wavelength, Justin and I were on the wavelength. I'm telling you. Oh, I'll, I get what? there. I get there. Brain bubbles, man. We were laughing. Duchovny's delivery on some of these lines is so fucking funny because he is so hound dog and he is so beat down, but he knows he's beat down. He's not trying to play younger than he is. Mm -hmm. They both make a joke that they're both they've both been 49 for five years. And that's right when I sat down. <laughs> yes, me too. That was like one of the Shit. first jokes I remember. I was like, uh oh. That's and where I sat down and spilled mustard all over my pants. I was like, wondering because uh, yep. Brandy had yep. her flashlight. Uh, I'm like, dude. <laughs> Justin's like, what is my wife doing I'm, in this theater? I'm the person that yells at people who use their, their phones during movies. And the moment I went to sit down, the whole mustard There's cup mustard that I got for my I pretzel bites. I should with you, by the way. I'm sorry. No, no, I totally no, no. realized. No, it's okay. yeah. I, it like fell all down my leg and oh. I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I was like, I don't know what just happened, so we but had, I have to look. We had mustard going on with you. We had, we had Lucas grappling <laughs> with his rogue uh, rogue cup, ranch yeah. cup. His, his Velcro Ranch seat. cup and his rogue Velcro. And we <laughs> have Sister Mandy getting trom-com traumatized. <laughs> Bitchy, you're being a little quiet. It though. Come on. Oh, no, and the, are mean, you going to help me out here? Uh, no. I, I get there, but in the early going, I was uh, like, oh, this is really. It's a struggle because it's an ancient, it's not only a play, 
but it's a play of a kind of a dead format right and now, which a, is the wrong. Oh my rom-com. god! And there's no supporting actors. Nope. And and, this and is no. two people and, talking. And Duchovny oh. is always and will always be Fox Mulder from the X Files. Sure. Always. <laughs> He's not like a film actor the way Meg Ryan was a film actor. Oh, I right? thought I they were even, both effortlessly I, charming. I, I haven't even seen oh Californication, but I'm thinking like if you really wanted to go hard, like why not cast. Russell Crowe because like they have history together and you make us like really salivate over every bit of line reading and subtext. You would not be able to keep up. Dear listener, if you don't remember that juicy bit (laughs) of ancient Hollywood gossip, Meg Ryan left her husband Dennis Quaid famously for her co-star Russell Crowe. They met on the, the set of Proof of Life Proof of 2000, Life. 2001 and uh. she she just had Jack Quaid with Dennis who is now an actor that we've seen. From in, Proof in, of Life to Poof of Wife. Leaving Dennis, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. And there was a line in the movie where she like goes, yeah, I dated musicians but you're never at the center of their life. And I'm like, ooh, that's some shade yeah. of John Mellencamp who ooh. she dated on and off since 20 well, whatever. And Russell Crowe has a uh, 20 odd foot of grunt his band and Dennis Quaid sings too I Dennis Quaid it's a lot of, anyway lot of music. anyway back to the airport guys yeah. 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 yeah like we haven't left scene one so yeah. <laughs> well, it's all scene one there's no I mean we can't really go through the plot here because oh. it's just two people kind of reconnecting talking about their t- wild times in Madison Wisconsin <laughs> and talking about all manner of shit and uh, either you're with it or you're not and I was sighing deep, like oh, rolling hills of deep sighs. I can mm-hmm. confirm. Ugh. So, Bishki, when did it start to turn around for you, at least? Oh, well, because I was giggling when throughout. we get to the well, I was giggling throughout as well because <laughs> some of the lines were just flat as fuck, right? Like and a like, pancake no, on a table. They're just, funny lines. No, listen, we were laughing and inappropriately. And Meg, yeah. and Meg Ryan's like observations about life today, like, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Things oh, are crazy God. now. Aren't they, Internet. Guys? She's like, I watched Almost Internet. Famous last night, so I'm going to put Lester Bangs in my script. Listen, there's a part where they go back and forth. He's talking, talk about Fox Mulder. He's, you know, a little skeptical about the advancements of technology in this day and age. And she's, you know, love and light. And they both, you know, <laughs> they both, he, he's, he's, he's like, oh. he's like, the internet's bad. And she's like, the internet's good. They're both like, internet, internet, internet. Oh, it was like bad improv. It was like first night improv, beginner's improv. No, it was professional no, improv. No, it was, it These was. two are um, old pros. Oh. Imagine, if you will, a boozy brunch of ladies of a certain age, just living it up in Burbank, bottomless mimosas. They roll into this movie and they're going to have a great time. I don't know. No. Boom, boom, boom. No, the banter. It's going to remind them of arguing with their ex-husband. Yeah. Like that bastard. With. The, like the whole first hour oh. is torture and it's yeah. even worse it's even worse no because 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 meg, back because meg ryan's like leaning into the music the airport music we gotta talk about well, that talk about, oh. and that shit is like just poison but here, I, that's your, one of the best jokes but the that's the joke lucas yeah. your, your your anger just, it turns on you it's a joke for like a couple seconds no yes. it's going I agree. i'm like I that's agree. why i want to run out of the theater screaming Do it's like get me, me out okay. of here i can't take this music anymore here's Here's what happens. Dear listener, you make up your own mind. In the airport, there are terrible cover songs of music from their generation. So you got like 
Cheryl Crow, Lance but they're cover set. versions. Favorite mistake. You got Lance Morissette. And Duchovny is like losing his mind. He's like, this is the death of music. We let this happen on our watch. So it's a joke. The, the bad music is a joke. Yeah, I think it's fun. Joke's on us, man. <laughs> Joke's on us. And it pays off. I have the authority. I'm going to call it the Salad Dragon. No. <laughs> The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Listen, when they go to this bar, it, this, this. Oh, that's the dragon. This okay. after hours, you can call another one. Let's okay. fill this thing with dragons. <laughs> <laughs> The airport's kind of shut down. There's some magical, mystical uh, LA story type shit going on. I with caught the, that. I caught with the that. announcements yeah. and the shit on the on the screens, the info boxes. They're kind of the announcements are kind of talking directly to them. It's like check your connections because the storm is making it so no one can fly, and it's like status of your connection can change at any time. Like all this parallel, you know, romantic shit. They go into this <laughs> bar with. I guess no bartender. There's like nobody there. There's literally no it's, co-stars. It's the most bougiest anywhere. fucking Brookstone airport you've ever seen in your life. And they start drinking. And the salad aspect of it is the fucking Muzak in the bar is this cover of Sophie B. Hawkins' Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover, but oh. completely vocodered. Oh. And it's like, Damn. And he's like losing his mind, and the music keeps getting louder and louder. It's and good. It's he good. goes behind the bar and he Thank tries God. to find out how to turn it off. And she's like, "I can't hear you." It's that's like the height of of I, comedy for that me. That was my favorite part. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Mandy. It was so insufferable <laughs> when he was like on hold, and she's like, "Just hang up." Oh my God. Hang up the phone because they're supposed to be drunk, yeah. I guess. So they're, they're acting high. sloppy. Ask about a sauna. Oh, but like it was during, just, it was nailed on chalkboard. But there's oh. a little bit of a rush there where it's like you connect with somebody, you reconnect with somebody, and then you start getting touchy as you start getting more drinky. And she's talking about saunas, and you're talking about how many beds are in this no. comp room you're going to get. Oh. No. I was with it. And she pulls no, out I wasn't a joint. With that. She, she just, okay. she pulled, oh, and that's the capper. She just pulls out a joint and starts smoking a joint <laughs> in the bar. And then he's like, you can't do that. It's a felony. And he grabs it and starts smoking it. I was. Charm. Was a little breakfast club oh, callback. Yes. That whole federal whatever law thing was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, there's uh, there's some breakfast club in here. There's some uh, before sunrise. Before there's some career sunset. opportunities. There's some career opera fucking tunities oh, in yeah, this. Yeah. So Bishki, I ask you again, when I, did you start turning? The movie found its way into my heart at the double dragon. Okay, double dragon. Double dragon. What is the song that plays when they get on the airport cart? That's, that's, uh, fuck. Omniscient editorial um, note. Hit it. Omniscient editorial note. The 80s pop song is Pure by The Lightning Seeds. And it will be played at the end of the episode. It's a great song. Yep. I wanted to Shazam it. And 
it is a romantic comedy montage. It's perfect. In the middle of a movie that you can't shove a romantic comedy montage in. Because there's nothing else going because on. Because there's, yeah. There's, they're only in one spot. They're in one spot, and there's only two actors. So anyway. If you ever want to see Meg Ryan and, and David Duchovny dance like teenagers yes this is your movie yes and or dance like your parents and i was just they sucked <laughs> no they were not good dancers no they're terrible but it, i was in the dragon because yeah. it was just the music and yes and the montage and then after that like they're it's kind of it's kind of like the sex scene in the movie almost yeah like, yeah it because is. after that they they're on the ground yep and they're just like, was it good for you or something? I don't know. Yep. What yeah, yep. but, I picked up on that too. It was yeah. like a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, we're and, not gonna actually show it. Yeah, and, and it's good that they didn't fucking bang it out in the bathroom I or something. I was hoping they weren't. Right. I honestly, That's, I wanted that. No, no, no a little I, action. No, you would do it. You would do that. it on the luggage like conveyor belt. Like, like a you, like a little like falling. No, Lucas, you would do it in the, the luggage conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah, where would we all do it? I don't know. I'd find the chilies to go. Stand by. In the x-ray. After that, they're friendly. They're loving it up. I love the shot of them on the ground. And you got to love that she's carrying a rain stick around with her at all. She was causing the storm. Yes. She kept shaking that fucker. Scriptbot 2.0, like chat GPT. Lucas, not everybody's carrying around a rain stick. Come on. That would have been funny in 1998. That would have been funny. Well, that's what I love about it. It's such a throwback. What was the limp? And she was limping. Please, we don't know. I that was that was that was all her. Why. That was the only honest thing in the movie. That was one of the notes. That was one of the notes I wrote down. The only honest thing in this movie is her limp, for sure. Maybe she so that's really a for limps. real thing. That's a for real thing. Okay. Yeah. I was like, just wear and tear. You know, she's paying up there. Why do they need to put that? Probably in. needs a knee replacement, but she doesn't want to do it because she's afraid to go under the knife, like most people. But her I'm face, glad. though, she's not that afraid. <laughs> Man, I mean, Sister Mandy with the sniper <laughs> comments. <laughs> In hot. That's great. That's great. Flight canceled. Oh. So, do we think Duchovny's had any work done? I mean, he looks. Yeah. He's had work I mean, done, but he looked better in this than he did in Bloodline. So it like settled here. <laughs> Whereas in Bloodlines, he just came out of the oven or whatever. <laughs> yeah, microwavable. Oh. Um, when they kept cutting to the outside of the airport, it looked like a matte painting of like a rebel base on Hoth or something. Yeah. <laughs> Model. So from like Die Hard 30 two. Days of Night. The whole yeah. look of this movie was very strange. Very ether. I thought they might have been dead. You know, like they Dude, died in 9-11 yeah, okay. and it's like we have to go to like, yeah, that's it's what, like September 11th or whatever. I don't ever agreed with Lucas more. That's it's like what he just, keeps saying my thoughts. Justin leaned over and he's like, they're both ghosts. They're dead, they? right? And I, then I leaned over and I said, it's United Flight 93. No, but no, but going back to Bishki's Double Dragon when they were doing the montage, I leaned over to Justin. I just remember this and I was like, Nana's up past her bedtime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ma Kettle has gotten gotten out. You guys, I was so charmed by these two. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh. oh. It was it was obnoxious. It was like the most I hated them with a passion. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. barf. Fuck like, these I, wanted guys. Pick, barf. I wanted to pick them up 
both with a claw and drop them into a different movie Oof. and watch that because Oof. and their life together was so generic like everything yeah. about it was just gleaned from like Gilmore Girls or High Fidelity or something it was so painful it real it life universal. real experience I feel like uh, Meg Ryan was trying super hard to be the quirky girl but that's kind of, quirky that, that's her brand like she oh, oh she was dressed like Benny and June <laughs> Benny and June <laughs> yeah like at both. the same time yeah. also she stressed me the fuck out she just kept leaving her shit everywhere I, know. Yeah. I was i was kind of freaking out and then the airport's like hey get on the plane and i'm like get your shit and go yeah. i have too much anxiety yeah. for this movie i think yeah i will agree with you guys Ooh. there she did leave her rain stick just sitting on one of those chairs purse. oh man yeah. Oh, she left without one of her shoes at one point. Dude, yeah. did you guys pick up on her writing numbers on her shoes? I was like, what is yeah. going on here? Like, okay. what did I miss? That's the only character I, I thing she, I like. I thought she was like a spy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cute because no one remembers phone numbers now that we have yeah. cell phones. So I was like, okay. I thought, that's a I good like idea. That. That's, yeah. true, that's true quirk. <laughs> I think I, that's, we can let's swap wallets. We find out more about <laughs> wallets than we do with Phones. And then they're like, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. This <laughs> listener, this is all real cute, charming stuff that they're ripping apart. Don't worry about that. I mean, Go funeral. out, have Check some mimosas. Out. You'll be fine. Drinks won't help. Man. And at one point they hug. Yeah. And the company says, I can feel it in my chakras. And then he says, I can feel it in, in my, my bones. bones. And I laughed out loud. <laughs> we all laughed. Oh, we all laughed. Like we heard father tell a joke. Vishki had one of those popping laughs where you're just like, <laughs> and like yeah. explosive laugh. It made no sense for the I rest of the theater. Oh, oh man, laughing. we thought that was the funniest if shit ever. If Duchovny could feel it in his bones, let's feel it in ours. Let's go to them. What happens later? Bye! Almost forgot one crouton before the bones. Oh shit! Solid crouton. When Duchovny was like, "I'm gonna write my number down," and then she like oh, yeah. looks at the paper, but he didn't write his number. He just wrote, "Just try." Just and, try. and you hear like a whisper. You hear like, his voice whisper. goes, "Just try." That's yeah. a pure crouton. And I was one other crouton. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, go. Okay, so the planes they they go to Boston. One's going to Boston. One's going to Austin. Washington yeah. D.C. In Pentagon. The, in no. the end. And so they get on their flight and there's like a funny like looking at the windows yeah, at each yeah. other and they're trying to give each other their numbers through the windows or whatever. And the planes go separate ways. And yes. They need cloud streaks. Yes. And these, uh, these. What do the chemtrails do? The chemtrails form a heart. Yeah. And that's the last shot of that's the movie. That's what you see. Yeah, that's a crouton. That's chemtrail a heart. Beautiful crouton. That and made I, my head explode. Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. Because yeah. she didn't go all the way with the heart. It was like, it was like they were trying to make it real, but it's like, oh like my artsy heart. God. Yeah. Like. And I had a, a listener write in and say, please clarify, what is a crouton? Oh. So we should say it's not quite a salad dragon, but it deserves a mention. It's just a crouton on the salad. It's yeah. A, it's a morsel. It's, it's an accoutrement. Like, you, you're getting close to a salad. Like, you're on salad ground. When yeah. You are on salad yeah. ground. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a salad adjacent. So <laughs> what do we do here? Mm. Brandy, you are first to bone. First to bone. Oh, God. Yeah. It okay. just got real for you. <laughs> I've been kind of quiet. I don't have much, <laughs> much to give here. Um, You've just been Lucas's hype man I on know. this. What is like, going on? I don't think I've ever agreed with Lucas more it's on the a dark movie. side. It's amazing. So it, this movie goes from 
that couple you don't like to hang out with because they're always fighting <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God, I can't wait to leave to that couple that drank too much and now they're fighting <laughs> to that couple that is like a little weird and affectionate and you still don't want to hang out with them. So like <laughs> it went through phases of coupledom that I just don't want to hang out with the yeah, whole that's time. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, there are some like big reveals that I didn't think were very big and it, it was, you know, trying to pluck at the heartstrings yeah. and I think the pinnacle of my hatred of this movie was the cry kiss at the end yeah. where they were both like emotionally just spent and they cried into each other's mouths yeah. and I was just like oh so unromantic <laughs> I cannot that, that was a turn on I'd rather watch my parents kiss um, and it was just like mm, that's the one that's the big moment so I'm gonna give this like oh woof <laughs> I'm gonna woof this movie. yeah, yeah. I I didn't think I'd ever woof a movie, but I think this is a woof. Listen to those fucking. I give this no bones. Sinking up. No bones. Yeah. Sinking up their sight. I can't even give it for the acting because it was like, I I was angry at them. Even when they were good acting, I was still not happy. Brandy, that is ice cold. You're just showing off for Mandy, aren't you? Mandy has been more entertaining tonight than this movie. I'm yeah, so glad I got to sit true. next to her because I was true. giggling and she was giggling. So we had fun. All right. But well, the movie, I'm going to give it a wolf. Mandy, you're next up. You can go from wolf to four bones. Four bones <laughs> is available. I know where you want me to go. but Four bones <laughs> is available. So um, my favorite thing about the movie was the popcorn I ate. So <laughs> I am going to, I'm going to wolf. Oh, oh, no. no. No, I want that time back no. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no. I don't think I've watched anything that awful in a long time. Oh. We watched we watched some weird shit. I yeah, know. We do. We watch, you yeah. watched Rat Boy alone. I mean Rat Boy oh, wow. rocked. Like, <laughs> four bones on Rat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Woof on what happens oh. later. Jesus. <laughs> Dear wow. listener, please d- please watch Rat Boy at home. Dear listener, <laughs> preferably alone. Eighties <laughs> movie, an eighties movie directed by Sandra Locke. Yeah, starring Louis Anderson and Rat Boy <laughs> and Bill Maher. Kevin Nealon's hairline. Anyway, I'm gonna no- watch it as a palate cleanser. Yes, enough <laughs> about Rat Boy. <laughs> Brother Bishke, come on, man! Oh yeah, up up front here in in the edge. Uh, up where it's saying we're uh, we're jiving. Yes. I um, what? no, I, I was I was I was pretty much bored out of my mind for the first <laughs> hour. Yeah, um, Jesus. more than half the movie. Yeah, more than half the movie. But I was laughing because yeah. this is a dead genre, like. Adult rom coms, like yeah. nobody's going to see these in theaters right like now. Like super adult, like yeah. old There's a people. But I thought Duchovny was he was pretty good. Hell yeah, he was. And then but Meg, I was like, mm, I don't know if it's there. Yeah, it but is sometime there. when when they once they stopped fighting for the first hour, like and they started driving around the yeah. the airport cart and they start and they just they started, started breakfast clubbing. And somehow, I don't know what it is, but Meg found her way back into my heart. Oh, thank God. Yeah. And and by the end, like I was I was smiling. I, I wish was, I had a rain stick to tip in front of you right now. Yeah, Just yeah. put it over yeah. the soundtrack. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rain <laughs> stick. Feel it. Listen a little to it. Like, mm. <laughs> this is working. And that song that they played during the during the Your air, new favorite. airport car. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go to IMDB to figure out what it was. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that song. So that introduced uh, me to that. So because we revived yeah. a dead genre, come on, come on. which I always love, I'm going to give this yeah, yeah. Meg 
Great job. Two and a half bones. Yes! Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, for yeah, the record yeah, listener, yeah. Bishop got bought? up during the movie and left yeah. for a uh, no. concession run. I was so. clocking. There were no so, bloopers. So he might have been there for the start of it, but I was there for the rest of it. So I had uh, everyone was having such good concessions. I had to go get some Snickers, yeah. bites, and uh, soda. And I knew in the first hour I wasn't missing anything. So there was no blooper. You just missed some stuff about uh, her daughter's like a ballet dancer. Daughter, yeah. yeah. So. That brings us to the influential hothead himself infecting the back seat. Oh, I get to go finally. Infecting what? Yeah. No. Well, in addition to Russell Crowe recasting in my brain, because I was sitting there just trying <laughs> that, to stay alive. Uh, that would be I thought, four solid bones, what no else matter could, what. What else could give this a little this little oomph? And I thought you could cast- Is this a live rewrite? This is one of my live rewrites. <laughs> oh, shit. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! You could cast Rene Russo in the David Duchovny role and make him have like this, this lesbian kind of broke back mountain history where they Whoa. couldn't be together because like societal norms weren't as like cool as they are now. Still betting a thousand, and, I love it. And yeah, you, you keep everything <laughs> as is except it's just Rene Russo and Meg Ryan sleeping together on the floor. Yeah. Um, I touched upon the, yeah, the 9-11 purgatory thing. But is this I, another library right? The different library Okay, right. boom. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! I thought, man, what if they were dead and this was purgatory yeah. and Meg Ryan and David Duchovny had to like, yeah, iron out all their past grievances and differences in order to like ascend, you know, into the afterlife. Maybe yeah. that's what the play was about. Maybe Meg Ryan pulled back from that. Maybe they, maybe they was. were Maybe they were dead, like for all we knew. Um, and then, yeah, the third uh, rewrite that the I thought third. of. third! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? You were really busy during this <laughs> yeah. you, could, you could, like, keep it single location, but pace it differently so it's like that Johnny Depp, John Badham movie, Nick of Time, Nick where of it's time. like, it's in real time. Real so, terror, real time. So, yeah, they only meet during the connection. They're not, like, snowed in for the night, so they only have a finite amount of time mm -hmm. to work through everything before they go their separate ways again forever. That would and, spice and then it maybe up. there's some tension and some stakes there. Um, and then and last... you got Christopher Walken coming to try to kill him for oh, some reason. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, I'd watch that. I would watch that, um, yeah. And then I just want to close by saying... Is this a fourth live review? No, no, no. Okay. There, this is a rec movie recommendation. Ooh, okay. There was a movie in 2005 called Nine Lives, not the Kevin Spacey cat movie from 2016, <laughs> but the 2005 <laughs> drama directed by uh, Rodrigo Garcia. All right. And it's like... Uh, a feature film about nine different women like who have their own individual stories that are like loosely intertwined or interconnected. And the second story, they're all like single takes, like each story is one long take. And the second story is Robin Wright in like a supermarket, nine months pregnant, and she bumps into like an old ex-boyfriend played, I think by Jason Isaacs or something. And the whole 10 minute scene is like, them just kind of like going, oh my God, it's you. Like I haven't seen you in years. And then like, as they start talking, you realize like, holy shit, like they have like 
major chemistry and they kind of want to have sex, but he's like, oh, you're pregnant. And she's like, yeah. And, and it's just like this crazy moment that you relate to, you know, in that Casablanca type way. And it's like really great. I highly recommend people check it out. Nine Lives, Rodrigo Garcia. But yeah, girls in the back here are correct. This is a wolf. This is definitely Ooh. a wolf. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Join us. I think Meg Ryan saw Nine Lives and said, why don't we extend this over an hour and 45 minutes? <laughs> That's right. And why don't I direct it and star in it and have a hand in writing it? Mm. And get my boy David Duchovny to come on and charm the rain stick out of my hand. Listen, you guys are dark hearted tonight. You guys couldn't open up to this classic banter. This charming couple. Meg Ryan's back. She's got it. Still got her fastball. Audience is rolling in the aisles. Audience is rolling in the aisles. Justin and I were giggling it up. Justin knows what's up. I'm. I know Justin would give this at least two bones. I'm gonna have him call in with his. Bones. We're gonna yeah, have him call in. Yeah. call in. He I, needs to I back disagree. me up on this. He was saying some funny stuff. But by the end, when they were talking about the daughter that they almost had and how old she would have been while they're riding around in that cart and they're reconnecting. So it got a little, uh, it got a little humid around my uh, orbital sockets. Yeah. Got a little bit, a little bit misty. <laughs> and when those planes were taken off at the end, and those chemtrails Stop. made that hard. Mm. No, are I'm you right okay? At, I'm, right at, I'm just a romantic at heart. What can uh. I say? Three bouts. Oh. One, no. I demand two, a recount. Three, uh, one bone for each of your ill-gotten woofs. Uh, Ooh, what a spread. Oof. That's Ooh. a full, that's a crazy bone spread. Dude. Oh, man. Oh, Definitely need to uh, Team Wolf. settle the rotten tomato score. Oh, oh shit. Oh, this, on, I hope man. to be vindicated uh, here. Let's settle that all right, score. All right. It's time I settle the score. Critics is going to give it like 40%. No audience, way. 20%. 35 no and 10. Nope. 40, 20. Okay. Mandy, what do you think the critics gave this percentage wise? Out of 100%. Oh, probably like 50. Very close. Ooh. I would say, I want to say 70, but I'll say 55 if you say it's close. Okay. Very, very close. 56. Yeah. All right. Whoa. That's that, all right. That audience we were with tonight, what were they feeling? <laughs> they were feeling 100% probably. I, oh. It's I the know, it, was, it was pretty dead silent. There in, was a guy the tapping his foot. Oh, my Lucas, God. That it? was so loud. That was me, probably. Yeah. No. No. no, it was no, not. No, it was behind us. I was like, dude, if you're bored, leave. Yep. Yeah. I gave him the half turn. I mean, we're stuck here, but he didn't have I to be. I think the audience, <laughs> I think the boozy brunchers, the ladies nope. who brunch, mm -mm. gave it 82 you are dead wrong. 31. Oh. Audience is not having it. Romance is dead. As the backseat. <laughs> they fucking win. Our cold dead hearts. They win. You know what's crazy? Is evil I bet, wins tonight. I bet <laughs> evil flies tonight. No, I bet, I bet we can use the, the deep fake AI technology to turn Meg Ryan into Jack Lemmon with long hair and David Duchovny oh. and Joel Ultraman. Oh. That was like, Felix Unger, like, I oh. love you, man. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, Lodge Master, you had a little business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> we have a brand new feature, I guess. It's that we have a Venmo account. So if you want to 
Send us a little cash to buy us some snacks. A little donation. <laughs> Sometimes we have to go to Glendale Lemley or to other theaters right. that are not under the AMC A-list umbrella, and it gets it gets tough for some of us. If and, you, and sometimes we need to buy a Bavarian legend. It, yeah, if you want to... <laughs> and, par- and parking. If you want to call out a snack you want us to try to aim for, or if you just want to donate to the cause, we will give you a shout-out on the show, and you will be immortalized forever <laughs> in the episode that we choose to use your money. So anyway, we are on Venmo at Movie Lodgecast. Just find search, us. Search at Movie Lodgecast. You can also find us on Instagram. Hit us up in the link tree. Uh, <laughs> That's right. And Lodgecast.com. Click, and click buy us a popcorn on Venmo. Boom. From Please, there. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Mandy, for... Yay! gracing us with your presence. Oh, you were trapped at this layover with Man, us overnight. Uh, I promise the next episode will not be a wolf. <laughs> yes, this uh. is this has been trial by fire. I make no such promise. <laughs> Initiated. Sis- Sister what? Brandy, cool. thank you as always. Yes, thank you, Sister Brandy. It's it's always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's yeah. It's sometimes a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Keep checking those connections updates. They may change at any time. No, really, they will change at any time. Now look up. Look, <laughs> look up. up. Oh. That's love and light for y'all. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, LodgeCast? Brother Justin here. Here's my bone count for what uh, women, what the, what happens, whatever the fuck it was called. I thought it was going to be a rom-com. Only this time, rom was short for roaming around the airport endlessly. And com was short for intercom, where most of the comedy came from. For the first third of it, I was convinced Meg Ryan was a ghost. And then in the second act, I assumed they were both ghosts. Um, Then I realized we were in Haunted Theater 13, and we were the ghosts. Doomed to watch this single location movie for all of eternity. But it was... Uh, only 90 minutes and I'm still alive so that's pretty awesome that's like a whole bone that said it's a movie that should have stayed a play I think I was also horrified at the notion that this is how Gen X is going to be portrayed in film that really stung Uh, but I did love seeing Meg Ryan again love her I hope she's in more things in the near future Uh, I'm going to throw this 1.5 bones for Meg Ryan's charm and David Duchovny's mastery of nonchalance. Love and light. Simple every
That boy rocked. 